Hello there, and welcome back to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. My name is Tina Stinson, and I'm so glad you're here with me. If you're new, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, we are going to be talking about relationships that no longer serve you and how you can move forward. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep-level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset, and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hi there. I am back again for episode 11. I am so excited to talk about this topic, although it can be a difficult topic for a lot of people. I decided to tackle this um, mostly because not only have I been experiencing this over the past couple of years, but also just about everyone I know. Um, And I think the reason for this is over the past few years, a lot of us have changed. Okay. Some of us had really been focused on how to be, you know, um, more aligned with ourselves, like a more authentic version of ourselves and to honor that as much as we possibly can. Um, I've seen this for myself. I've, I've seen this for some of my clients and I've seen this with some of my friends, but I have not seen it with everybody. Um, so if you've, have some difficult relationships in your life right now, and you've just been kind of sitting on it because you just really don't know how to move around it or navigate it, then this episode is definitely for you. This can kind of help you just kind of move forward. And if you take away one thing from this episode, I would like you to take away the fact that you shouldn't sit on it. You should try to move forward and get out of it because relationships like this can cause a lot of stress and anxiety in your life. And that just kind of wears you down. It just like wears you out. When you're carrying a lot of stress from a relationship, it kind of clutters things up in your head. And this kind of stress sucks. It's an energy sucker. So one of the biggest complaints I get from people all the time is, oh, I wish I had more energy. I wish I had more energy. I want more energy. (laughs) And something that I think a lot of people don't realize is that stress and clutter, whether it be physical clutter or mental clutter, really drains so much energy out of your body. And if you just handle these little things and move forward, you can regain a lot of that energy. It gives you, it gives you back energy and it gives you back space and it gives you back time. So I, like I said, if you take away one thing, it would be not to sit on this, not to just like you know, go through the motions. Um, I believe the reason why there's been so many conflicts and relationships is that I believe the climate of the world around us has really awakened us. A lot has changed in the past couple of years, right? Like it's like every day something changes and a lot for a lot of us, it made us hop off this hamster wheel of life. So like at the beginning of the pandemic, we all were kind of like forced to hop off the wheel of life because we, we had to stand still. We had to just, um, just be right. And that pause that even if it was just for a moment for some of us or some of it, it was a for some of us, it was a lot longer. Um, you know, I, I think it was a good thing. I think it was a good thing. I think 
taking a pause is something that we should do every freaking day. But for most of the population, most of us, we don't feel that we ha- like we have a chance to pause. Like we're, we have to do this, we have to do that, or we believe we have to do this, or we feel we should, or we have to, we feel like we feel all these people need us to do all these things, right? Um, but this awakening that we a lot of us experienced was just because we stood still for a moment and paused and realized, holy crap, you know, that we, we had this question come up is what, what the heck am I doing? Why am I doing it? And how does this serve me? This is nuts, you know? And a lot of people are still saying this to this day, a couple of years later, where they're like, why am I working here? And I don't enjoy this at all. As a matter of fact, it's somewhat abusive. This is crazy. I don't make enough money for this. And, you know, that that brought forth all the, the people talking about quiet quitting. And, um, you know, some people are sick of hearing that term, but I understand why it's happening and people are just learning how to set boundaries. That's all that is. Um, so for a lot of us have discovered through this process that we're, we're doing things that are not true to us at our deepest level. They're not aligned with our values at all. And a lot of us have been on that hamster wheel for so long. We don't even know what our values are. So, you know, stepping back and pausing and really thinking about what's important to you. What, what do you value? What is the most important thing for you in this life right now? What do you feel like you're here to do? Like, what is your purpose? You know, and that could be really like, I'm here to be a wonderful mom, sister, wife, whatever, you know, friend. Um, that's my goal is just to be this positive person full of love and support for everybody. And that's a fantastic purpose. It doesn't have to be like, you know, I'm going to create peace in the world. Like it doesn't have to be (laughs) some crazy, huge life purpose, although it could be, but, um, most of us have been spending our time not working towards anything that brings us joy. And, and it doesn't really make us feel like we have a purpose and, um, having a purpose in life is, is a basic human need. It's, I put it right up there with like, you know, being part of a community, you know, shelter, food, uh, sex, you know, like all those things are so important. Having, waking up and having some kind of a purpose is really important. And that purpose is not going to a job and working some shitty nine to five. Although some of us love our jobs. I'm not like coming down on out and down on like all jobs. Okay. Some of us love our jobs, but, um, your purpose is not, even if you love your job, that's not necessarily your purpose. It could be, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. It could be part of it, right? Um, so when we paused and then when we started looking at the way we were spending time, like what are we, are we spending time on anything that's important to us? Anything bring us closer to our deepest dreams and goals? Anything. Um, we decided, you know, I'm going to change. At least I did. I was like, this is BS. Like I'm not, what am I doing with my life? I got to really step into what I want to focus on. And, you know, my, I know exactly what my purpose is and that's helping people step into their power and learn how to do it in a way that, um, they don't have to deal with the stress and the burnout. You know, I learned how to do this for myself and this is what I teach people. So teaching people to step into their power, into their purpose, live their dreams without the stress and the burn- burnout is I, f- I find that that's a wonderful purpose and that's what I'm here to do. Um, 
And a lot of you know my story about when I had the stroke and it was just, I was just living a very stressful life. And so I believe that I'm still here so that I can share what I've learned with other people. So they know that they don't have to, they can have everything they want without the stress and the burnout. They can have it all. So, you know, we decided to change, right? So a lot of people decided to change and this, this may be something that you've experienced. And some of these wonderful people in our lives um, and that we're in relationships with it, you know, maybe it, us changing disrupted that relationship, whether it's a romantic or a friend or a family relationship, maybe it's just caused some kind of disruption, your beliefs, your values, the things that you're chasing after now, maybe these people are like, what's going on with you? You're so different. I don't know. You know, they might not be too, too sure about it. Now, some of these wonderful people in our lives have shifted with us. So that's great if that happens. You know, you might have a friend that you can share all this stuff with, but some have not. Some of the people in our lives might not even see things from our perspective. Um, maybe they liked the way things were. They liked the status quo. They liked the hamster wheel. Maybe that's that's their comfort zone and they don't really want to step out of it. Uh, and so this is where the conflict might be. You might be growing and changing and morphing into this like beautiful butterfly and they're like, they want to stay in the cocoon. Um, so how do you know if you need to end or distance yourself from a relationship? Well, it's mostly about how you feel. So you really got to tune in. You have to like ask yourself. So like maybe during like a meditation or get into a relaxed position you know, position and take a few deep breaths and really focus on how you feel. Um, and a lot of these relationships at some point or another, we had, a, we had matching values. They were very important to us and they might still be really important to you. So definitely take the time to tune in and then ask yourself, does this person always drain my energy? So like maybe do a little journal exercise and ask yourself that question. Does this person always drain the fuck out of me? Um, is there always conflict going on or is there maybe sometimes conflict and then most of the time we're having fun? Like really like think about how much of the relationship is draining or like positive. Okay. And then ask yourself, do you still feel connected to them or is there, are you just going through the motions? Are you just, you know, like doing it because it's a habit? Um, do you share the same values or at least some? Cause you know, nothing's ever, you know, sometimes it's perfect. You share all the same values, but sometimes there might be something that's off, you know, and that's not always a deal breaker, uh, depending on the type of relationship that can be a deal breaker in a, a romantic relationship, someone you're spending a lot of time with, but maybe not a casual friendship, right? So do you find yourself always saying I should, or I have to, when you're talking about the relationship, I really should do that. I really have to do that. Or they might get upset or mad. I really should act this way. I really shouldn't say that. Do you find yourself saying that a lot? Okay. And then lastly, do you have resentment towards this person? That's really important because this person at some point was really important to you. And the last thing you want is to have resentment towards this person. You don't want to get to that point and hopefully you're not there yet. So, um, a reminder, something I really want to point out is I wouldn't be too hard on yourself or the other person. So, cause at some point you shared similar, 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 I can't talk at some point you shared the same values. Okay. I'll just use a whole different word. Um, but something has changed, right? 
And that's no one's fault. You know, you might have changed, they might have changed, you might have be going one way, they might be going another way. And that's nobody's fault. You know, you're following your your values and they're following following theirs, okay? You can't place blame on someone for being themselves. Just like no one should blame you for, you know, really tuning into who you really are and finding that version of yourself, right? Nobody should blame you. It shouldn't be a bad thing. So it shouldn't be a bad thing for another person too. It shouldn't be a bad thing if they want to stay in their cocoon. That might be where they stay for the rest of their life and they might be very happy there, okay? If you want to grow and flourish and turn into something new, then you just need to make that decision whether you're going to leave that relationship or distance yourself from it. So like I said, you need to decide, do I want to continue to share time share your time with this person? And does this relationship benefit us both? Can it be repaired? So some of the ways this might show up, like I just want to like share with you some of the things that I've seen and or experienced myself. So what this could look like, it could be like um, a family member who might have like toxic views. Okay, we can all relate to this a little bit, right? That may be harmful to you. They might not just be views, but it might be something that's actually harmful to you. You could decide to share your feelings and see how they respond, right? See what they say. Um, they might respect your feelings and you might be able to really have an intelligent conversation with them. You never know. You don't know until you try. So you should never assume things are a certain way with a person. Never, ever assume. I've been um, I've had my ass kicked by assumptions so many times in my life. You would think I would never do it again, but we all do it all the time. It's very much human nature, right? But in these relationships, I want you to really start out with never assuming that this person feels a certain way until you actually check in with them and see how they respond, right? If nothing changes, then you can decide not to spend time with this person. You might have, you might have to see them at times, like if it's a family member, but overall, you have control over the time spent with them the majority of the time, okay? So another thing that this could look like, it could be like a friend or maybe a romantic partner who just doesn't support some of your new ways or thinking or dreams and goals. And this is important, you know, to be in a relationship where you have 100% support, whether you're going after something completely insane and crazy or not, you need support. You know, like if you have this big, huge goal to like, like say, like I, I talked about earlier to create world peace and they're like, well, that will never happen because it's never really happened before. And they're just shooting you down and shooting you down. But instead of being just like all positive, like, no, you're probably going to be the first person that creates world peace. And that's the type of person you need in your freaking life. That's the type of friend, that's the type of partner you need. So, um, Maybe the relationship was one-sided all along, right? Maybe it was always this way and you were doing most of the giving and not receiving much. You maybe changed your personality around this person just to please them. Like, I'm going to act this way to make them happy. I'm going to look this way to make them happy. But now you're coming into yourself and you're like, what am I doing? I'm not doing this anymore. I'm happy like this. This is what I do. This is how I talk. This is how I dress. This is how I look. You don't like it. Screw you. <laughs> you know, so you're stepping into this new version of yourself and this other person's like, holy shit, who is that? Right. And they don't like it. So like, like talk it through with them, you know, and, you know, make them realize that this is, this is the new you. Um, and now that you shifted, you expect them to be more of an equal partner. 
They might not like that too much, or they might step up to the plate. Once again, don't assume that person might really step up. They might like love that, like that you're challenging them to step up a little bit because then they get to step into a new version of themselves too. Or they might just be the type of person who leeches off of someone who is a people pleaser because that's the type of people who match up together. I know this because I was a professional award-winning people pleaser in my life, my past life. Okay. So I know that the type of person a people pleaser attracts a lot of times, especially in romantic relationships, is the type of person who's going to take advantage of that. And it's very unfortunate. It doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. So... Um, this can sometimes be resolved just by talking, like I said about it and sharing how you feel. And I would always encourage you to take that step instead of making assumptions because you just never know how something is going to turn out and it can flourish into something even more, a relationship that's more beautiful and more deeper and more loving and more connected because you're sharing things, right? That's how these relationships grow. That's how these connections grow when you share and you have honest conversations with each other. Um, but sometimes they either don't see it or they just don't care to change. They just don't want to. So then you have to make that decision that best supports your wellness, your life, and your future. So maybe ending the relationship or just spending less time with them. This is your choice. Obviously, this can be quite difficult in some cases. I am completely aware that this can be way more involved. Like if you're in a marriage and there's kids involved, Obviously, this is not something you could just like be like, okay, well, I'll see you later and step out the door and start a new life. Um, so this this could be, you know, so like I said, someone you're married to, someone you live with, or very uh, a family member that is very connected to you. So this can take some time and some like more than one discussion. But what I would suggest the most important step to be is, like I said at the beginning, is if you're feeling like any of your relationships feel like this, don't wait and sit on it and let it stress the fuck out of you. Like, don't do that to yourself. It's draining. It's not good for you. You can't thrive. You can't fully step into yourself with that, that weight, that burden. I hope that makes sense. So ask yourself what you want. And then one baby step at a time, create that. So I know what it's like to leave a difficult relationship. I had a 20 year relationship that was very verbally abusive. I had three small kids and it was very difficult and it took some time, but I did it. I did it. And I'm so proud of myself and my kids. Um, you know, I set a really good example for my kids, you know, like I didn't take the easy way out. I took the way out that was difficult, but more rewarding. And I showed them how to step up. Okay. So I set the example and it did the right thing for myself and I don't regret it one bit, but yes, it was difficult. So one baby step at a time. You create that. You have to make that decision, either move forward or move away from it. So that's, and like I said, that's your decision. So another way this could look, this is, this is something that's kind of happened to me with a few people in my life. So you have um, nothing in common with any of your friends anymore. Okay. And this didn't happen with all my friends, but it happened with some of my friends, like just a couple. I'm talking friends you've had 10, 20, sometimes 30 years. And you might be really sad about it. Um, I know I was with good reason. Good reason. These are good friends, right? Talk to them. Tell them how you're feeling. You might be pleasantly surprised. Once again, don't make assumptions. They might be feeling insecure and afraid to talk to you, right? They might be feeling the same way. 
and they're afraid to like, they love you and they care about you and they're changing, but they're afraid to show you the real, their, their, their real insides. They're afraid to sh show you what they're thinking of. They're afraid to tell you, you know, what their new dreams and goals are. They're afraid to tell you, you know, something they've been, new ideas they want to try, new things they want to try. So you might be pleasantly surprised because they might be relieved when you come to them and start telling, you know, them how you feel. So if not, sometimes it doesn't work out. Slowly try to connect with new people that have similar values. So there doesn't have to be like some kind of big dramatic break with these people. Like you could just spend less time with them, talk to them less. And if you're not getting anything out of it, and it just seems to be really like a real conflict every time you get together and a real down or a real drain, then stop doing it. There doesn't have to be a dramatic break. Um, it could just be, you know, slowly moving away. You, you talk to them. They know, they know there's an issue. It's not like you're ghosting them or something like that. They know there's an issue. So if you start spending less time with them, then I feel like they might feel the same way. Like if you tried to reconnect with them and it just didn't work out, your values are just too far apart. They, they might not care that you're spending less time with them. Okay. The most important thing to focus on is like I said, don't sit in it. Don't just let sit there and let this keep draining you. But the second thing, you know, your values, right? And if you don't, you need to figure out what your values are. <clears throat> Excuse me. If they have changed, right? You feel like you've changed. You need to like figure out what's important to you. Then go deep, go inside and figure out what that is. And then honor them fully a hundred percent of the time. That's your job. Okay. If you do this, you're going to repel the people who don't belong in your life. And then you're going to attract the ones that do. It's that simple. It gets to be that simple. You don't have to try hard to be yourself. It's not hard. Being yourself is the easiest thing. What's hard is acting a certain way to attract a certain person or to try to live up to a certain type of persona that you think somebody else wants to see. Fuck that shit. Be yourself. It's so much easier. It's, there's no stress involved. You don't have to like, um, think about like the way you have to act with this person or the way you have to act with that person. You don't have to feel like you have to make this person happy by doing this. You have to make this person. No, no, don't do that. Like, let's, let's just make an agreement right here, right now on this podcast to not play into that shit anymore. Just to be, like I said, know your values, honor them a hundred percent, right? All the time. And you're going to repel the people who don't belong in your life and attract the ones that do. And it is that simple. So I'm going to go back to it one more time. Once again, the most important step is to not stay in this draining space too long. It does not serve you and it doesn't serve the other person either. So if you really care about them, um, just handle it. You both deserve the very best. You both deserve happiness and you both deserve joy and you both deserve to live within your values and your purpose. Always move forward, whether that's together or apart, that's to be determined by you, right? But always move forward. So like I said earlier too, that these transitions in our life can be super hard to deal with, but ignoring them just drags them out. Handle it as soon as possible so you can both move forward and spend more time enjoying your life and not living in that stress and anxiety loop. Um, so I don't want to leave you hanging, 
right? Let me know if you've had, I, I would really like it if you would share with me if you've had to navigate your relationships lately more. Like if you've felt this way over the past couple of years and, and, and what has worked for you? I'd like to hear it because, you know, I'm not like the expert on these things. I'm just telling you what has worked for me and what has worked for some of my clients, but what's worked for you? Like let's work together and try to make this as um, wonderful as possible. So, um, I, I also want to say that if you want some, if you want a mentor moving forward with this, I'm going to put a link in the show notes that to share with you how you could set up a call with me. If you want to do some one-on-one coaching, um, I could spend a whole week talking about this topic. As I said before, it could be so much more complicated than this. And it could be really, it's different for every person. Like this is very, um, like neutral and like a blanket type of podcast, like every person is in so many different situations. So if you like, if you need guidance and you need a mentor, then set up the one-on-one call with the private coaching with me. I'll put the link in the show notes so that you have it. Um, also, uh, I'm doing a free workshop. It's called the dream big workshop. I'm so excited about it. It's going to be a really small group. I can't decide if I want to do like a group of five or a group of 10 people, but if there's a lot of interest, I'm just going to do more dates. Okay. And I'm going to be working on, um, you know, figuring out what your dreams are, like your true dreams. So like reconnecting with yourself, figuring out what your dreams are, and then writing out your core value statements for every area of your life. So you're going to look at all the different areas, like your fitness, your health, your relationships, your home environment, your career, your, your money situation, your spirituality, having core value statements for every area. So it's like a, a very specific GPS towards the life of your dreams. And so in this workshop, that's what we're going to do. So it's a live workshop. It's not a recorded. I am not going to record it because it's very personal. Um, You have to attend it live. And so there'll be a link in the show notes. So definitely hop into that workshop if that's something that you want to do. I will see you next Friday for the Soul Align Self-Care Podcast. Remember to add deep level self-care into your life every day. I'll see you later. Bye.